Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Weathering the Market. I'm meteorologist Kaylee Carey. And I'm meteorologist Dion DeLeo. And today we're going to talk about something that happened yesterday, Tuesday, April 13th. Dion, what happened? Fill us in. <laughs> so in case, uh, in case you're not up to speed, ERCOT has basically come out and has said, hey, we need, to, we need Texans to conserve because there's this stall front and it's messing everything up and we need everybody to conserve power through the rest of the week. And uh, it's honestly left a lot of us scratching our heads because, you know, yes, there is a stall front. Yes, you know, we are seeing some cooler temperatures behind said front, which of course I'm sure we'll touch on momentarily. But honestly, for this time of year, it, this really should not be a thing. So what's the deal? Like, what's going on? Well, I've been looking into this, you know, I've been trying to see, man, what is happening? Because they're calling it a forecasting error. But I believe, I mean, as a meteorologist, I mean, we kind of saw this front was going to saw because we were even expecting those storms to pop up overnight along that boundary, indicating that it was going to stay warm further south. So I don't know, you know, someone might have just missed that or who knows, but the forecasting error was you know, coinciding with 25% of power generation was offline just for seasonal repairs. And that's actually very normal for them because spring is supposed to be kind of what they call like a shoulder time of the year, kind of relaxing. And they use this time to, you know, go through and repair and check everything. So basically the grid was about 3000 megawatts higher than anticipated or basically the equivalent of 600,000 homes. So that's, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I think you know, living in Texas and going through that, seeing this, it was almost kind of a shock. Yeah, very much so. I mean, you know, let's 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 kind of break this down. I mean, as Kelly mentioned before, you know, there has been a severe weather risk. I mean, with with this stalled boundary, it's it's been. I believe I believe today's like the last day of that risk for at least our area uh, before we kind of push into the rest of the week. And those colder temperatures aren't really forecast to arrive for a few more days, so we'll we'll remain fairly mild through the remainder of the week. And then temperatures will drop off as that front gets finally pushed off to the south and east. So, you know, we're, we're not anticipating any kind of major outages or, or, or really just kind of major temperature impacts from this. But I think, I mean, and then someone goes on to say um, that it kind of, yesterday was a weird day because with 25%, you know, of the generators down, they were relying a little bit more on wind generation and West Texas yesterday, I don't know if you remember, but we had crazy storms go through yesterday and that kept wind generation slightly lower than normal. So, you know, they couldn't account for that as well. So, I mean, we were slightly lower on wind generation, which we depend a lot upon here in Texas. And then 25%, once again, power generation was down. So just something that I think as we move into summer, and I almost feel bad for them. I know people are like, why do you feel bad for them? But because everyone has them on a, you know, uh, basically under... No, 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 microscope. Yes, thank you. I yeah, could yeah. not think of the word. <laughs> I, mean, we could say, I guess we could say they're under the radar. Yeah, that's good. But a, yes, they're, <laughs> they're on everyone's radar because thankfully we didn't lose power yesterday. There weren't rolling blackouts. Everything worked out okay. But because they sent this tweet out, it basically released mayhem on them and it's starting to become political. And I would say to all that, you know, yada, 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 yeah. yada, yada. It's kind of a mess. So basically the clean energy advocates are kind of pushing back a little bit on ERCOT's explanation, thinking that 
Um, even though solar output was weaker, it actually met or exceeded the forecast for most of the day. So it, so now they're saying, basically politically, they're saying that ERCOT's saying that the wind generation was down, that we need to rely more on fossil fuels. And then, you know, some other politicians are saying, you know, it just goes back it's and forth. A huge mess. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Cats right? and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Um, but, and I mean, in, in reality, though, you know, this could have very well been just, you know, ERCOT kind of panicking a little bit. Maybe, you know, they didn't expect numbers the way they did. I don't know. I mean, 3000 megawatts is a lot. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know why, why they would send this out. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I joined the majority of the state, not really quite sure as to why this would be sent out like this, you know, but. But, and also, if you don't live in Texas, you have to understand it is a huge state. So if you're up in North Texas yesterday, you're running your heater. But if you're down in South Texas, you are pumping that AC because it was hot. So not only are we using electricity, you know, we're using, we're basically burning a candle at both ends here with that stalled front. And I think, you know, what their forecasters were saying is that it was, even though our the highs yesterday were still in the upper 80s, it below the front, people are still running their ACs, but they're saying they just weren't expecting it to maybe be that warm. And it doesn't sound that warm when you live in Texas because we're used to seeing temperatures of 108 yeah, <laughs> over summer. Nice. Yeah, 80s are pretty nice. Yes, and then and it, they go on to say that they have close to half of the state's thermal generation is offline currently for maintenance. And that's, you know, that's hard to deal with. And when they say thermal generation, that refers to coal, gas, and nuclear plants. Because after that February storm, I mean, there's still a lot of repairs and everything. They're probably double checking just to make sure we are up and running for summer. But, you know, the big question is, is are they going to be ready for the summer right. after seeing what just happened? Yeah. And, that, and, and, and by the way, you know, summer in Texas starts kind of early. So, you know, needless to say, they're probably really feeling the pressure, especially more so now after putting this out. They're, they're probably under a tremendous amount of pressure. And I'm not really defending ERCOT either way. It's neither here nor there. But, you know... They, they probably are seeing a lot of scrutiny. Uh, well, not probably. They are seeing a lot of scrutiny because of this. And, and, and now there's, there are people are raising questions as to whether or not will they be ready for summer? Whether or not. Whether or not. <laughs> that was cheesy. Sorry. <laughs> had to do it. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you here at Minuteman Weather. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Weathering the Market. We love sharing all this information with you guys. And if you didn't already know, we work for a company called Minuteman Weather, which provides a full range of energy and agricultural weather services. If you would like to sign up for a free trial or request more information, check us out at MinutemanWeather.com. We'll be back next Wednesday. Thanks.